welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are floor where the furniture isn't always the best but the views are amazing arts excited to be here man i am loving the looney tunes shirt man i actually got boomerang now for my son so he can watch some real cartoons and not this craziness that they have going on these days what's happening phase on uh yo today is today's been good i've been um doing my little gym working out in the morning trying to get that k that k activation time that you know pre 6 a.m uh, I'm I'm good. Somehow I'm making it. I don't know. I, I I'm a happy waker upper. That's even a word or how you say that. I, I wake up. You're a morning I'm, person. No, I'm not. But I wake up no matter what time <laughs> happily. Like, I'm never upset being woken up. So no. Okay. My wife, DJ would tell me, "Hey, babe, time to get up." I'm like, "All right." I get up and just go out to the gym. Rub my teeth first. Go to the gym. Come back. But like, yeah, doesn't matter what time she tells me to get up. And of course, I want to go back to sleep. But I've committed to myself. I gotta get up and go. Um, and it's, what it's, time are you getting up? Uh, five thirty. Okay. I guess to the gym by like five uh, forty-five. It's right around court for me. But um, uh, it's it's just yeah, it's good because it, it works out well because the boys get up at six thirty, so I'm back by the gym. I have time with them. There's not a rush to get them out of the house to like get to the gym at like seven o'clock. And it's so nice in the gym in the morning. Like you get your bench. It's I mean, there's people there, but it's not crowded. And I could like do these. I'm doing drop weights. I'm picking up like four or five different weights. Drop it's really exciting. Thank you. Drop sets. Um, but it's <laughs> it's pretty awesome, and it's just nice to have that ability to not have all the meatheads there at eight o'clock that come in before they go to work. So it's pretty cool. I'm with well, you, man. Go ahead, okay. Actually, it's funny because a lot of the bodybuilders like that's their time. They're usually in there. It's like six o'clock. That's when they're in there. I'm in there. I guess not over here, Royal. I see ladies, and I see well. Old well, the bodybuilders there. don't go to Planet Fitness. This I about to say you got to go to like a real gym. I'm At sorry. Uh, like no, a, you understand? Yeah, you're right. Uh, LA Fitness or one of those like you know. You, no, you single. you got you got to go to one where they actually have like real bench press. Yeah. Stations oh, and, bro, and, and, um, and, squat, and squat, squat racks. racks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the real bodybuilders not they're not doing anything on the Smith machine. <laughs> Other than maintenance work, maintenance work is what exactly. they're doing. I'm not trying to get big. The spin machine will save my knees. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm past yeah, that need but, to be big stage. I'm but but here's the thing though. But here's what you got to think about though. If you really need to put your body under a load, you're not going to have something stabilizing the weight, mm-hmm. right? So anytime you pick up your boys, you don't have anything stabilizing the weight. If, if you go to pick something up, there's nothing there stabilizing it. So that's the downfall of the Smith machine True. is that all those little support muscles around the big muscles, they're not getting touched because those stabilizing muscles, because the Smith machine is doing the stabilizing for you. That is very true. And I never thought about it that way, but I will also challenge you. If my sons come at me at 195, I'm moving. 
I'm not going to pick up these big boys at that point in time. And I, I can say by the time he turns 12, he'll be 195. One of them will be. So <laughs> I'm a, I yes, but yeah, you make complete sense. And the stabilizers are great, which is why I use dumbbells too. To do so many things, the squats are forth. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to mass up and bulk up. I think at this point, I'm 40 now, bulking up can happen. But by 47, 48, 49, that bulks are on turn Hulk Hogan's um, sag. So I don't, I don't want that. Well, okay. Exactly. I mean, that's a whole that, that that's a whole conversation. But mm -hmm. what happens is that you naturally use lose muscle mass mm -hmm. as you get older, right? So you gotta lift somewhat heavy in order to even maintain the muscle mass, because as your growth hormone declines, mm -hmm. which it starts to decline in your thirties, once you hit forty, it's that's why you see all these ads now for. Uh, growth hormone replacement, you know, <laughs> testosterone replacement, um, all that starts to decline a little bit naturally. Now, of course, some of it has to do with food, yeah, um, which is a big proponent of it. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's it's a combination of nutrition and actually being in the gym. It's awesome, and yeah, I've always told myself I don't I want to be my grandpa, and that kind of size where I just don't want to have a bunch of stuff declining later on. I want to just have enough where I'm toned up. I mean, I'm good to go, but I'm not, like, I, I'm okay being that extra large and going down to a large if need be. I never will because my arm is too long, but I don't need to be a 2XL going down to extra large. I, don't, I just don't need that. I'm okay. The Rock is awesome, but I'm okay being Shawn Michaels. My man, uh -oh. Shawn Michaels, baby, HBK. No, man, The Rock is awesome. Um, I kind of like that Idris Elba, um, yeah, that's a Shawn Michaels. Is this Shawn Michaels shape? Yeah. Wait. No, it's not. Nah, I just have probably a little bit bigger well, than Shawn. He's like 6'2". Shawn Michaels is like probably 5'11". But as far as shape, when Michaels was in shape, he was that, that's the style. He was, no, he, was, he wasn't cut up. Mm. He wasn't there. He, this, you, you, dude, you're 6'4". Talking about Shawn that. Michaels. Like, right. stop. I don't need to have the, I don't need to have this large shoulders and the big arms. I'm okay. No, no, no. That's I was thinking about like maybe Jason Statham, you know. Yeah, that's that's that that's doable because that is pure toneness. So if you get older, you just keep working on your tone and look right. reps. That's definitely something that's that's doable. Yeah, that's a lot of work though. After forty five, I'm sure. But <laughs> you, if, no, you're there, if you're already there, if you're not well, there, well, I mean, he he's pretty. He's got to be, you know, eleven, twelve percent body fat, right. maybe ten. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that is tough to maintain but but you can get there and yeah, if you oh, yeah. the, the the key is to get there and then just maintain like exactly, keep going exactly that's the hard part is getting there yep it's so much easier before so you heard him ladies and gentlemen coach k our hero for hire on the podcast he wears so many hats man i love him because he's medulla he's my dietitian you know he's my nutritionist he's my uh personal training coach and everything so you know he keeps us in line, he can do it all, ladies and gentlemen. He can do it all. Coach K, what's up, man? I got a question for you. But what's happening first? Uh, man, I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm doing good. You know, art's got me on the same thing. You know, I'm waking up early in the morning as well and going and hitting right. the gym. And you know, I, I got to do more work because I got I got to try to lose this gut. Um, you know, that it's just here. So I got to do a little <laughs> bit more work than him. So sometimes I go. Gym in the morning and then Peloton in the evening. Yeah, you know. two a day. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Gotta do it. Gotta do it. That's good. So you up early. I'm up at like four o'clock, four thirty. So I'm in there with the the buff heads and everything. I'm getting up at four forty-five to try to go in there. Okay, God yeah, we th- we typically threw round one by that time, but that's, but that's- but I'm also um, you know, man, I'm, I'm, <laughs> why are you laughing, man? Art's face, he's just like, whoa, <laughs> but I got to do it, man. That's the only way I can get the workout in because I've tried like going around six or seven or even you know kind of midday eight in between eight and ten like you said one it's too many people in there so and this was before i got the vaccine yeah Um, and even now i really don't want to be in there with a whole bunch of people even though this is like one of those smaller like fitness gyms or what have you but it's just easier at four o'clock in the morning i can get it in i can get back here by six if I want to take a quick 30 minute nap, I can. But most of the time, like even now, I'm still in my gym clothes from four o'clock this morning because after that, the day just runs like the baby. Yeah. And then I got to get Kellen and kneeing them up. And then, you know, you just got stuff to do. So, you know, so it, just, it just works. You know what I miss when I used to work in the city, New York City? Um, I used to be able to take a gym break in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So at 10, 30, I would hit the gym the perfect time to go in the middle of an actual, this is pre-COVID, obviously it's years ago, but to go to the gym at 10.30 in the middle of an actual city, oh, the best. Only thing you saw there was housewives and then you saw us. So that was pretty much the gist of it, but it was pretty awesome to to have that ability and see that. So Kay, you mentioned the foods for this growth hormone, testosterone. So I'm 34 and I'm trying to, you know, fight back father time as best I can. Um, you know, I take the real age test that they give you with your health benefits and everything, and they still telling me I'm 26. So I'm feeling good about that. Oh, you doing right. good? Wow, that's awesome. I'm like, but I want to, I want to keep doing good, and I want to keep producing my own natural testosterone because I'm not. I mean, but to- you, but but you're a little bit different, though. I mean, you know, yeah, sometimes your eating might go off track, but you're still out there trying to run and everything. Yeah. So you're doing things to to keep that age at bay mm-hmm. that's good right stuff. i i i go long periods of time where you know all i'm doing is thinking about doing it that's it right <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing good now man i mean consistency is really what it is man oh well i'm trying to get the consistency it's tough man it, it, it it's, is it's it's hard like and it's not so much being physically tired it's being mentally tired and just like no, I just want my brain to be off for another 60 minutes. I don't want to start. <laughs> mm-hmm. But well, that's where you that know, accountability partner come in. Ain't that right? All right. Yeah. And this is one of the parts where I, I wish we lived a little bit closer together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we could go and, and meet up. But um, no, nah, that's tough right now. We mess around and catch traffic. It's a wrap. Oh, for sure. That was I thought y'all didn't live far from each other. About 30 minutes, right? Or 20, 30 minutes. 20, 20 five minutes but it depends on what time of day it is because there are days when um <laughs> i can drive to his house and be there 25 minutes you come to my house and be an hour <laughs> the same time of day depending on traffic on how yeah he's crazy and, and and like we're not just talking about weekdays even on the right. weekend like all of a sudden just <laughs> oh there's traffic that yep. just sounds like Northern Virginia, man. I hate going down there. Weekday, weekend, like it just it, it never works. Listen, 595, 495. Yeah. 
I've been so many places, man. I don't know. They all end in five. <laughs> they all end in some five. 95 it's is everywhere. Some five. Right. Some five, 95, some five. Uh, <laughs> 495 is ridiculous. Like, it could be 3 o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden there's traffic for no reason. And it literally be for no reason. Like, like no you reason. never see anything. All of a sudden, the cars just start moving. You look like, what, what was going on? What happened? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, man, but... um. Give me till next week. I, I, I'll get you some foods um, okay. for that. Uh, I got um, I got my sea moss gel. I've been doing that consistently with the uh, either the protein shakes or the smoothie. Shout out to Wendy. I appreciate her putting me on that. I'm not making it. I got a nice little black owned health food store right down the street and they sell a jar. You know what's crazy products. though, man? It is not tough to make it at all. I ain't. She, even- she actually makes it for 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 EJ now. Oh, really? um, it up, uh, yep, yep. for a minute yeah every morning i put it in my coffee every yeah. morning well, i gotta talk slower every morning i put it in my coffee mm, i've never yeah. tried to put it in my coffee i, I don't taste. i don't put it in anything i just take a spoon dip and just that's it you know what maybe I gotta try that because i have no taste the coffee there's no taste at all to it uh to me so i just mix it in and just enjoy it it just but, looks weird when you put it in a in a, in a liquid in a beverage I put it in my coffee, my coffee thing, so I don't see it. So I just okay. it in the beginning and then just drink with the straw over time. Yeah. But yeah, maybe, maybe I'll try it tomorrow to now watch me try it tomorrow and have that worst experience ever <laughs> eating it straight from and, the spoon. And and what's crazy is that Does well, she finds it. She she found some place to order it from now, but the place to get it from is right down the street from your house. I believe that. There's so much stuff over here is insane. I'm finding more and more every day. Yeah. And the schools are good, really good, like really good. It's crazy. Okay. No, no, no. Look, like I understand what when you look at the great school where it may be. They're 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 not not up to date with all the new people coming in there and with COVID everything that's happening. Like the rate of people moving in here is crazy, and like the this council was like, it's good. Like it's crazy. Remember, we're still in Cobb County, so it's obviously yeah. Cobb. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, yeah. You're in a great district, though. We can sell our house right now hey, come on. and make and make money. Yeah. But the problem would be getting into another house. We wouldn't be able to get find find one to get into. You're going to lose all that money moving and get to a new house. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's very little inventory out there right now, and the prices are even worse than when we were looking for houses. And the rates are going up. And the rates going up. Mm-hmm. It's it's we're setting up for two thousand eight all over again. How many every years from now? I can't wait to buy more houses when I have them. This time I would not let it pass. This time I'm going to pick up some houses. Um, we're going to start later on, but yeah, I, I refuse to let this time to let Miami happen again. I should I should have had at least four or five four or five houses in Miami right now, but I was too young and dumb. But I've learned, I've aged, and I've matured. Now we're not that. happen again. Sorry about that. Had a couple of interruptions, um, but I'm back. Hey guys, it's part of life. No, that's fine. We just we were just talking. You know, it's, yeah. it's all good. I heard. I know Art gonna give us some uh, tips on how we can get into the real estate thing. You know, when, once the the crash happens again, whenever it happens again, can't listen. Miss out. And and that's the key. You, we got to plan for it. We got to be able to yeah. predict it and just put mm-hmm. just start putting money aside from now. So when the time comes, it's like go, and we don't have to scramble to go find money. Exactly, because exactly. that is exactly, exactly what 
our counterparts do all the time. Mm-hmm. And now you can see it coming, you can prepare for it. Yep. 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 Get it right. It, it's very tempting to put to have money aside and want to do something with it, want to put in the stock market, want to put it here. Sometimes it's just safe, just hold on to it and, and make that money flip a different way. Um, you have some to put in the stock market, but yeah, you got to be be ready for it. Be ready and be ready at all times. Um, you don't have it in, in liquid funds, have the ability to get some through some other options, but just be ready. But you know what I realized though? Everybody and their mom is trying to do stock options and trading now. Everybody oh, and their mom. Like I walk oh, around and people it, are it, like- it, it, come up and and i'm just like okay you know what i i know for sure now it's too late to try to get into that every and every this last two weeks people are crying and hurting all those options are being called <laughs> and they are not happy because the market was going so great and you can never oh you can never lose anything and the crazy part is that the people who actually make money off it were selling when it was green right. and everyone's still buying it now and they're kind of holding on oh it's gonna get better gonna get better and they're buying more now while it's red. Like, you got to buy it now. And you can't, it's nothing to trade. There's no green. So you're trading for 1%. That's the taxes. You're paying well, tax for that. Well, well, and they're sitting there still doing calls. It's like, uh, no, you, you need to go to um, options uh, 105 um, right. and start calling some puts. Right, exactly. That's, that's where the money is now. Exactly. But, Listen, people who made their money made it, made it good and made it right. But, um, yeah, everything is everything's on a on a crazy red, and, and you know this week's there's there's some turnaround, but it's just it's going to be crazy. And I, I can tell you now that the, the the Bitcoin phase is not over yet. The the Dodge coin phase is just steady, but there could be some other options that probably pop up this week before this thing airs. Um, that will come up. The NFTs, not NFTs. What are they called? The um the digital, the new digital buy. Uh, I thought it was NFTs. NFT, yeah, those things are going to go going and get insane, and it's for dumb reasons. Oh, they already started. Yeah, already I don't started. get it. I don't get. I don't get the purpose behind that of owning a digital image that I can have. But at the same time, this is a guy who had Pokemon cards and who loves collecting things. But I like. I like to have things that's tangible. I I enjoy playing with Pokemon cards. I enjoy the hunt for that. That was my card to have. I I can't see the hunt of the digital aspect. The digital forward. image, but listen, people weren't do it. I, really I mean, that's what we're it. saying right now. Yeah, come come next year, people will be talking about what their 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 digital art is worth. Right, but I rather buy I rather buy royalties and music than buy that. I can get paid off royalties music, and they're up they're up and out. You can buy royalties now for people's songs. That's where that's easy money to do versus digital. Bring up buying royalties and music. What are you, uh, and either one of y'all familiar with buying, uh, it's, it's tax. I want to say tax liens. Oh, for homes? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 you got to pay, you got to pay the, the tax of the property. But I mean, it's, it's just not that simple. There still could be some liens on the property and so forth that they have, but you can get a property for cheap and you got to have the rest of the information done depending on what it was. If you're buying it from the county, like if, if your county owns it, then you're just you're just paying the tax on that. That's pretty much it. If it's if it's going through the federal, then you're p- paying a lot more plus the taxes. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought that up as a I guess investment type strategy. I haven't looked um, looked deep into it yet, but they claim that it's like the best way to make some money if you have the capital to put into it, and mm-hmm. it's a easy. They made it seem like it was pretty easy, quick flip type situation. 
Oh yeah, it's it, definitely easy, but you gotta also remember those those some of those tax places people are living there, and you gotta go in there and be the bad guy and say I own this house now. So it's not a <laughs> lot, lot of them are not vacant. There, it's almost like a foreclosure situation if you got a spider. It's foreclosure; they're gone. They're out of the property. These tax mm. people can still be living there. You never know what's happening inside mm. of it. So, and you can't go preview it. You can drive by the house, you can't go inside because it's still going through a tax auction and lien process. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. It what definitely is the same for that in courthouse auctions going to courthouse. I mean, all those things are definitely viable options um, to try and see and, and go with. But you gotta be able to 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 rip, wither that storm or whatever comes for that to make sure it works and works for you. Gotcha, gotcha. Listen, we need to make a commitment to go study two thousand eight and look to see. Okay. When did everything start as far as these overpriced homes that are getting financed, the stock market? And then we need to look to see what was the period of time. And, I'll, you know, I just put that out there for all our listeners. So, hey, we want y'all to come up, too. But if we can figure out that, because it's always go, it always goes in a cycle mm-hmm. and we just need to follow. We just need to follow the blueprint and be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So guys, we um we dropping this podcast and it's crazy. Carol, you brought it up, um, but didn't even realize it, man. We probably about a well, we almost a quarter of the um quarter of the way quarter through the year. Yeah. And wow. you know, just sitting back to reflect on that, you know, how how do we feel about this time? You know, are we are we past COVID? I mean, things are normal, very, very normal, uh quickly normalizing themselves here in Maryland. Um, but you know, not just on that front, but personally, you know, the goals and things that we set out to accomplish this year, how do we, how we look on those things? Man, I look at it like, um, man, you're a former track guy, man. I, I look at it like it was a false start, you know, in the race for the year because everybody was super excited. All right, we back, we're behind, we're out of 2020. That was a crazy year. It's 2021. And you know, it just seemed like there was some carryover into 2020. And, you know, if you had fitness goals, you still couldn't go to the gym. If you, you know, if you have financial goals, things were still kind of crazy. And yeah, some people made money, but, you know, you were still kind of skeptical. Uh, and, and now that, you know, I think we finally see the light at the end of the tunnel or whether it's real light or artificial light, we don't know, but, um, there's an opening there now. And I I think for me, you know, yeah, I don't have the momentum that I was hoping to have at this point. I was hoping to build momentum January, February, come into March and go strong. Um, You know, you guys know, many people don't know, many people don't even realize how old I am, but um, you know, I turned 45 this year and I'm just like, okay, you know, by the time I get to 45, um, I'll be back to somewhat the best shape that I've been in um, and trying to just um, claim that for me personally, I'm going to rewrite 45 um, and make it something good again for me. Right. Based <laughs> on, you know, what was associated with the number before. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. Um, and I think the biggest thing is that you just got to reevaluate the plan and, and figure out, okay, what, what's still salvageable? Um, what do I need to scrap and start over with 
um, and just know that there's still a whole lot of time. You know what I mean? I mean, if you look at it like basketball, basketball has four quarters too. You can mm-hmm. be getting spanked in the first and end up winning in the fourth. Yeah, put them runs together. Put them runs together and get to that level of consistency. It's funny um, that you mentioned it and come at it from that angle because I feel like 2020, um, it set up a lot of things for me personally going into 2021. I feel like we brought a lot of momentum into 2021, uh, you know, especially financially, having the baby. Um, and then this first part of the year uh, with having all my kids here and it's, it's really been more about family than than anything. And, you know, some personal goals, um, being consistent, you know, with my health and fitness and really honing in on that. Um, all of that, I feel like is a culmination of the little things that happened in 2020. So when you talk about health and fitness, like, I was semi-consistent, like probably three months at a time. Like I'd go hard for three months, get injured or something crazy happen. And I'd take a break for a month or two and then go back at it, you know, three months again when it comes to working out. Uh, eating habits. We, Carol, we went through like the bulletproof diet. We talked yep. the, the gut. Um, I went through spouts of veganism, vegetarianism and everything. And now just getting to the point where I just want to eat good food that I know is going to make me feel good and give me the nutrients and everything. Um, oh, I got to send you a book, man. I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to send you a book. I got three copies of it now because the, the first one, um, something went wrong. So they sent me another one and then another one popped up yesterday. So I got to send you this Eat Smarter book. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah, I'll come borrow a copy. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I have three. So yeah, I, I will, give, I will give you one too. Yeah, I'll make a library so that you have one to, to whoever else needs it afterwards. Right. Yeah, but uh, no, man, you know, don't get me wrong, man. Like I talk about building momentum, but I think there are some of us, right? Like like the guys on the podcast, like, you know, I was thinking about it earlier and I was like, man, to see how long, how far we've come individually since we started the podcast, right? Like if we put a percentage to even our income as a group, that has moved tremendously. Like even, even during the, the pandemic, you know, I moved my income significantly, right? So there's things that happen, but I think at the same time, we realized, wait a minute, so many people are going through things um, and we're still thriving somehow and, 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 you know, still doing things, progressing when other people are, you know, struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what for me happened was I realized, okay, there's another level right? Like mm-hmm. if, if we're doing this during a pandemic, what should we be doing during regular times? How should we be living life um, and going out there and building? And I think for me, that's the part that I realize now that like, okay, yeah, I can't just be content with, oh yeah, you know, everything's cool. You know, we're good progressing. Um, there's another level. Because if we can withstand a, a, a pandemic, what can what can we really do in regular time? I agree, wow. and I think the hunger. Um, you know, it's you mentioned the folks that go through it. It's hard because um, you get some of that survivors or survivors remorse or that guilt um, when we talk about these things because we we know 
you know, it's not the same for everybody. Um, nope. A lot of people are in like survival mode, mm -hmm. not, you know, a lot of the time, even through the pandemic, you know, we're fortunate enough that I didn't have any type of loss of income because I could work from home. I didn't have to worry about, you know, where food and things came from. So you think about the people who got to worry about all those things that had lofty goals or had things that they set out to accomplish, but they got to make sure that their kids and things are taken care of. So they got to do whatever they got to do yep. to make that happen. I think that that's one of the things that I look to from the podcast because we don't lose touch with those folks and we try to maintain that relation um, to the point where even though you are going through what you're going through, here are some things that we know should work for your situation if you mm -hmm. can find time to yeah. really implement and you got to be hungry to move outside of your current circumstance. I can't remember the exact words that you say, Carol. You probably got the quote in your head right now, but your, your, your circumstance doesn't dictate your situation or something like that you used to tell us all the time. And I think, uh, you know, you really got to look at life in that, in that light um, in order to rise above those situations and circumstances. Mm -hmm. Still, and, and, and you're still going down the same road what is our responsibility at this point mm -hmm. to put things out there to push people to get to a level to where, hey, when crisis comes, you can be crisis proof. And don't get me wrong, we're not necessarily crisis proof, mm -hmm. but we've done enough things. And collectively, I think we put ourselves in a position to where, okay, this is happening. All right, we're going to withstand this hey, look, here's what I'm doing to stay healthy. Um, here are some things we're doing with money. And everybody, you know, look, it's it's not over. So, you know, knock on the wood or whatever, but um, how do we start teaching people some of the ways? I mean, I think we, we did a lot of teaching, telling and showing here. Um, throughout our actions. And I think going forward, we take our learnings we have so far and continue just to show and demonstrate. I mean, there's no better, there's no better lesson than the example of someone setting it before you. So as long as we're able to continue to do that and share our struggles, our wins, our successes, um, our, our teams, our learn, our circles, our, our listeners will, will, um, We'll grab it and gravitate toward that. I think the challenge is, does our message reach the people that need to hear it? Or is our message reaching people that they can identify with what we're saying? And some of, a lot of them are in the same boat, you know, where they didn't, they didn't experience significant loss. They didn't, you know, they didn't lose income or they had enough money that, you know, the time that they were out, didn't really affect them. Some, some of them found new careers. Yeah. Right. During that time. So again, it's, it's how do we now push each to get to that next level of, okay, we're going to make sure that this gets into the ears of the people that really need it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's the creative part of it. Um, and I think anyone that has, or is trying to have any type of community or social impact, um, you struggle with that, getting to the ears of the people that need it the most. Cause you know, it's, there's a host of hurdles and I don't have to list them out. Cause I think we all, you know, we, we familiar with what they are. There's a host of hurdles that you have to jump 
to get to that. Um, but as long as our hearts and minds are in the same, are in the right place, um, and we stay diligent in that, you know, it, it'll get there. It, it'll get there. Absolutely. And, and it's not even, uh, you know, the people are listening. I don't want them, you know, immediately the vision that comes to people are like disadvantaged people and, you know, maybe people in the quote unquote hood or, or whatever. It's not even that per se. Mm. It's people that have getting college degrees. I mean, look at our time that we spent with, with bond the other day, which for those of you that are listening, don't know, that's an organization that started <laughs> at university of Miami many years ago. But we were telling these brothers things that their eyes were open and like, oh, wow, like you guys did that. Wow. We never thought of that. Like. But speaking to that, and that was a that was a great thing. And I, I'm glad that it's, it's been continuing where you have that presence meeting and, um, you know, you and the other founders and past presidents are able to speak to them. But as much as they were amazed by some of the things that you all had done in bond in your time. Um, I felt as equally amazed at some of the accomplishments and things that they were carrying forward. So I think yeah, that's really absolutely. good um, that 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 relationship, you know, there there's there's mutual, um, I guess, respect and admiration for the things that have been done. Um, and that's important, man, especially in, you know, younger folks. I mean, Carol, we used to speak about it all the time, how, you know, the older generations, you know, they just they, the gap the bridge was never really there for that gap. And mm-hmm. you are spanning that tie. Um, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, hats off to those brothers uh, for the things that they're doing down there at the University of Miami. Yeah, man, if y'all out there listening, you know, shout out to those brothers. Shout out to the new president. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> shout out to the new student body president too. Um, yeah. The former Mrs. <laughs> president. What'd you say, sir? And the former Mrs. President. And the former Mrs. President, right. You know what I mean? So, you know, big things going on at, you know, at at the U and, and, and you know, in our alma mater. Uh, so that's awesome. But but to bring it back, I think at this point now, um, people really need to challenge themselves not to go back to same old, same old. Right. And just think that, oh, you know, all right, we out here. We got these vaccines. You know, things are normalizing. People are going back to work. Mm-hmm. If you just go back into regular routine, you're just going to go through the same thing you've always gone through. Yep. It don't even feel right, you know, like to even go back to what was like normal. Like we talk about the new normal, but the day, like the days that I can't get up at 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning and go to the gym where I fall into, you know, getting up at six or whatever, I, it don't even feel right. It's like, I'm behind, like, I'm not that, this isn't, this isn't what normal is. Right. And so I think, um, you know, once you're, once you get used to that or get a taste of it, you know, you want to continue that, um, continue that going forward. And so what I want to know is, um, Carol, you spoke of some challenges. All right. I don't think we got anything, you know, or any challenges out of you out of this quarter, but what, what's that next level? What does that next level look like and how are we going to get there? I don't know. I'm trying to think just like, it's, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I don't know. At this point, I'm just trying to think about because I know some people have gotten back to the flow of, and they've been so busy that they haven't had a chance to do what you've done, which was create your new normal. They had, they were in whatever chaos that was there and it just kept going and it kept flowing through and never thought to take a step back. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know and answer that question because I, I but, but what, so what about you personally like right. right 
me personally, I think I, I think I was stuck in that in that bubble of, of chaos and kind of running around getting it all done. I think I had a realization just recently to focus just on just on me and focus on how I how I can ensure that I'm not stuck in the, the trap um, that I've been brought back. But I I don't know. It's, it's a great question. And I gotta think about how I'm going to make sure I change. I just know that I can't go back to the new, the normal of where I was in tw in two, 2019. 2020 was what it was, but I thought about 2019 and the changes I made for myself and where I was going with it. Um, not much, not much change for me, or, or not much was affected in 2020 um, as far as my my flow. Things were open. I was here in, in Atlanta, so things were still like normal. Um, so I didn't have to deal with that process, but I think the work focus and the the importance changed. Family became really, really, really important to me, and it became really important to everyone around me as far as work. They know that. They knew that it doesn't matter what happens at four o'clock, get my kids. And if you have a meeting schedule, sorry, um, I'll get back to you later on. But see, here's the, here's the challenge with that, though. A lot of that was happening because the virus was here and it was a little bit more sympathy mm -hmm. towards and, and empathy for things that people had going on. Right. Um, as things return to normal, that's going to go away. And one of the things, and it's for all of us, you know, if, if fresh was on here and, and if BJ was on here, but all of us really got to see our value for the people we work for. Yeah. And now that things are starting to normalize, okay, do we get a return on the all the time we invested during the pandemic and all the things that we went through that enabled our companies to still exist, right? And, I, and I'm not saying this, you know, look, we all got different people that listen from people that we work for, but this is something that people need to think about because if you don't now show up for the people that help get you through somebody else is going to show up because imagine what an interview looks like now where you can say, Hey, I helped my company survive COVID, right? I was on the front line the whole time and helped execute the things that allowed us to still exist today. I was never furloughed. And they're going to look at you and that's going to tell them immediately the caliber person that you are and what you're capable of and the things that you're willing to do for your company to succeed. So if companies aren't careful, there's going to be mass movement and people are going to be out there trying to get their value. That is so true. Um, wow. That's so true. It's, ladies and gentlemen, if you rewind that part, listen to it, marinate on that. Cause like it's it's super real, um, super real. We had I had that conversation and had that thoughts and everything. Um, as far as my employment is concerned, uh, because it it matters. Um, and I think the way that businesses have adjusted, have had to adjust, um, anything is possible. I'll say that at this point in time. And if not, you know, you look at you know where your cheese should be moved to. But um, it's definitely something to, to put some brain power towards, especially when it comes to like your quality of life and um, that work-life balance, man. Yep. Definitely put in perspective. Um, 
So, Coach K, before we get to you to wrap it up, and, and Art, we got your corner coming. Um, I want to remind everybody where you can get this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, we on uh, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere you listen to your podcast, man, you can find us. Uh, make sure you check out the web- website, the13thfloorpodcast.com. That's the13th floorpodcast.com get the merch my cool t-shirt slash 13th floor uh get some t-shirts some jackets some hats all that good stuff um support man leave comments uh let us know what you think let us know about the 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 t-shirts and things that we have on during the show comments on the youtube page shout out to Faison for doing his thing on the youtube page and getting the subscribers and all those nice fancy things on there um but yeah you th- thank you for the reminder uh we did have a new subscriber we're up to 102 um which is seems yeah we got this new subscriber his subscriber name is did we lose one no it's more than 102 because we were at 105 yeah <laughs> oh so maybe we're, okay maybe we got more than i when i pulled it so when i pulled it was 102 so we may have a little bit more and i'll get that taken care of um i'll put that in the notes for uh the new subscribers that were shout out, but ARC, ARC DC 202 um, was the most recent subscriber that okay. I pulled. Um, so I wanted to shout that. You said person. ARC? Yep, ARC DC 202. That's Antonio. My man, welcome. Uh, so yeah, so I wanted to shout him out for that. Thanks for the subscribe. He has some comments um, in there. So uh, thank you very much. Um, for the corner, Listen, that I, I don't I don't have much I, this week. I'm not going to drag it out. Came came made a big comment about the plan you have set, um, and always the best. With the views are um, amazing. Hey um, man, who said so, fresh wasn't on the podcast this week, right. baby? <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 quick, the quick thing that I will say is that um, based upon that plan that Kay said, your plan is going to change. We all had the plan to focus what we're going to do in January. February came, things happened. Now you're in March um, and we're right, rolling right now to April. Uh, don't be an April fool. Adjust your plan. <laughs> Make it happen. Um, you know, there's no reason why you can't you can't do what you want to do. The matter is fitness, uh, monetary, um, uh, or fitness, financial, or educational. Um, make something happen. Take time and do what you gotta do. Just adjust. If your plan was too solid, it wasn't gonna work in the first place. You have to be able to adjust and adapt to what's happening in front of you. That's the best plan, a plan that can adapt. Excellent, man. Coach K, I don't know, man. That, that, he sounds like he might've stole a little bit of the thunder, man. What you got to follow that up with? <laughs> hey, listen, man. I, don't I, be I an love... April fool, buddy. He said, don't be an April fool. That's right. You you can get it on t-shirt, mycooltshirts.com. <laughs> slash or slash 13th floor uh it's funny man we talked about some individual stuff we talked about uh professional work life but i think it's very important to highlight art talked about the importance of family and i think people truly truly got to see what is the impact of friends and family during COVID? And all of a sudden we were doing Zoom gatherings and all types of stuff. And people were really missing that human connection. 
And the challenge now is as things begin to get normal again and people start, you know, being busy and all these distractions, are you going to keep the important thing important? And are you going to prioritize your life so that you do have that connection to friends and family? And I think at this point we realize there are things we should have been doing all along that we were not doing to maintain those relationships. And um, for those of you that had people pass that you didn't get to say bye to, you didn't get to tell them how you really felt and we were out of touch. We should never be in that situation again. We should be able to form those bonds and those relationships and um, shout out to Jimmy. I'm sorry. The man's name is not Jimmy. Shout out to Jay um, out in California. Uh, we're looking forward to look as soon as, you know, we can fly and do whatever. We're going to make sure we connect with that man because he's been isolated out there in California the whole time by himself. Uh, you need to start prioritizing those folks that have been isolated because there's going to be a reintegration for them. They've been so out of touch and isolated for a year. Uh, there's going to be some PTSD. I guarantee you off of this, there will be some things that will appear in people later on. And we're not going to realize that, hey, this is due to that COVID isolation. So let's make sure that we're prioritizing those bonds and looking at what's really important and demanding that our bosses, our employers, our whatever, demanding that they adjust to that and making sure that they know, hey, this work-life balance and being able to be there for my kids and my other family members, that's important to me. And if it's not important to you, I will go find somebody who does think it's a, a priority. And that's the truth, Ruth. Thank you all for listening here with us on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. 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 amazing.